as promised, coming in hot. Another episode, except this one's in during the trading hours, not pre-market hours. Still pretty long-winded and boring, though. It's a special bonus uh, extended version of the late night after hour bling. Well, you know. Hey, everyone. It's a special bling on the street, except it's on Wall Street at the trading desk, Wall Street, inside the studio. Special episode. In this episode, I talk about buying calls here. I know, I know. Again? Blink? Are you crazy? Those are gonna go to zero today. I don't think that they are, but maybe they will. Maybe they will. Um, they're pretty out of the, they're pretty far out of the money, but I, I bought a pretty good amount. Just at least to start things off here. For this special, wonderful trading day on the, for the great opportunity I have to, to trade on this beautiful February 24th. 9.55 market time, beautiful morning, on this fine southern country morning. No, but really, actually, I, I did look into the mirror today when I woke up and I said, I'm so lucky to have the opportunity to trade today. Even if I'm not trading, I'm so glad that I'm just there and participating in such a glorious day. And I was like, just, I'm going to try and hold out to trade. I'm grateful that I get to trade. I'm really thankful for it. I'm happy I get to trade. But I think I'm going to hold off for a few hours. Um, and then and then I might make some trades. But I'm just grateful. I'm going to wake up, check out the bell. It's not even 30 minutes. I'm like, I got to, it's a pretty big position just to start things off. I'm pretty cheap out of the money. But, and just like 30, 30 minutes ago, I was just like, and we're going to take our time. <laughs> before we make any trade, before we pull the trigger here, right, today? Like, that's what we're doing today, right? I'm just already over here, like, I got calls. I got, I got out of the money calls for cheap. Well, the premium this morning on, like, with the strikes within, the strike price within, like, what, 20 or 10? I was like, whoa, this, that's not worth it, no matter what. Even if I knew which way it was going. But you have to be from the future in order to know which way the market's going every day. You know, I was actually doing quite a lot of analysis last night, maybe a little bit too much. And I kind of was thinking to myself, I don't think I'm gonna wait this morning. I think I'm gonna break some rules today. I think I'm gonna just break every single rule that I can right now. But the risk isn't too high. And I bought a lot of time, I bought extra time. Trust me, I bought extra time. There's only one that expires tomorrow, only one. And there's more than that that expire next week, okay? But I think it's weird because the market actually like, knows um, how like you react, how you behave. They, they do. The haptics. All those, all that haptic data that Robinhood sells them. I bet you they even like tap into your microphone sometimes on Robinhood. Just to hear you like scream and yell and throw things. They're like, oh, this really pisses a lot of traders off when we do this. When we jam it up every single time, 30 minutes before the close, to make sure that their puts expire worthless. We can buy them from them for cheap. Man, I, there is something fishy about all the headlines. There's something fishy about all of it, man. And um, I don't know, I'm not trying to say it's not true. I'm not trying to say any of that because I'm sure it's all authentic and real. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to spread fake news like Joe Rogan's podcast. This is not that type of podcast. These are all opinions and critiques, 
criticizing, uh, comment on things. That's what also, that's in my opinion. That's it. Not not fake news like Joe Rogan. He's not. He's trying to spread fake news. I bought these when it was like at four thirteen, and they're at like four. It's at four fifteen right now. Like four twelve fifty. I had that feeling this morning. I have a great feeling this morning. But that's all I do. I just talk about my opinion, and then a lot of it is satire and not true in the traditional sense. I mean, it is true, sometimes. I've seen this market um, do a lot of dumb stuff, and I've seen the news cycles do a lot of dumb stuff. And I've seen um, the politics kind of get involved and things not really make sense. Um, but, th like, does anyone know what Ukraine's biggest export is? And what about maybe just the possibility of maybe some people in the village that are like, hey, we would like to be part of Russia again, or, or whatever, what have you. Just hear me out, just like, yeah, let's calm down, let's calm down for a second. Just what if? I mean, is this, is this like um, the, the enemy that we don't know yet? Um, are they in the mountains and stuff, like in Afghanistan? Or those, uh, all that intelligence for Iraq and the the fantastic job that the United States, um, their intervent, the Iraqi, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, I do know that Iraq had a lot of oil, and I know that, like, George Bush was in, you know, might have been into that. And I also know that, um, 2000, you know, or at the turn of the century there, there, it was not doing so well as far as, like, finan finances and stuff going, the economy or whatever. And then 9-11, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like it's... I don't really know too much about uh, Ukraine myself, and um, I do know that uh, Czech beer is very good. Lev beer? I know that uh, beer from the Czech Republic is, is fantastic. It's refreshing beer, really. The green bottles? The green bottles... They're my favorite. They're my absolute favorite. I love the Czech Republic. All right, gather around, kids. Gather around. Ukraine exports mainly steel, coal, fuel, and petroleum products, chemicals, machinery, and transport equipment, and grains like barley, corn, and wheat. More than 60% of the exports goes to other former Soviet Republic countries, with Russia, Kazakhstan, and Belarus being the most important. Steel, coal, fuel, and petroleum products, chemicals, machinery, and transport equipment. Uh, I think according to the Ukraine Trade European Commission, the main Ukraine exports are raw materials, iron, steel, mining products, ag agricultural products, chemical products, and machinery. This is a considerably increase of 45, 48% since 2016. I don't know if the like page is cut off, but it does say this is consider considerably increase of 40. But that's it's a European thing. That's why. Oh look at that! The markets are going back down. Um, I didn't get any really any notifications from Wall Street Journal headline about that. Were we supposed to sell there? I didn't get the headline. I didn't get it. I missed it. Oh, the only reason why I have well, not the only. 
yes, the only reason why I have Wall Street Journal uh, subscription is because I like the writing. I like to to read the the first paragraph. They they have to do it's such a creative style of writing because and it's unappre unappreciated, underappreciated. Um, because you have to put so much into one paragraph with saying the least amount of po as possible. But you kind of have to do it creatively too. And I, I, I love that. That's why I subscribe. But I also subscribe. Not just for the fantastic writing and journalism, but to get notifications on my phone uh, to know when just to get a little heads up on things. There have been a few times when I'm like, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna ditch this position because it's not working out for me. And then I see the little notification, the Wall Street Journal headline, I'm like, oh, let's take a look here. Actually, I don't even open them. I'll just go, oh wait, actually, I'll hang on to it a little bit longer here. And usually it'll just turn around right then. So although it might seem like maybe a little bit more of an expensive subscription um, just for a digital service, like a digital, magazine it's it, yeah it, it pays for itself because the day we're still 40 minutes into the trading day it's it's 10 7 a.m market time it's february 24th i don't know if this is going to go up i don't know if the wall street journal is trying to sell this market but i can't say i ever really remember a time where like on investing.com they're like pushing this, like, oh, correction territory, we're going to a bear market. And it's like a Wall Street Journal. Uh, Dow drops, futures drop, plummet. Like, there's a tensions rise. It's like, I don't, are you guys trying to convince us of this sell-off or what? Like, what's going on here? I did hear that they shut down that natural gas pipeline into Germany, or Germany shut it off to Russia or something like that. So I, I know that that's kind of questionable, but because, yeah, why, why shut off gas to, like, this, it, it's a pipeline that costs an enormous amount of money, and I think it just got finished, the natural gas pipeline. Like, like isn't that supposed to help industry or families? I mean, at the very least, aren't some people going to be using that, or was it just one big giant factory that they're building this pipeline for? It's probably going to be distributed amongst the community that power their heaters and stuff, ovens and stuff, I imagine. But maybe it is just for manufacturing and maybe it is one big pipeline that run diesel fuel all day or something. Well, I've just never seen them sell something so heavy lately. Or yeah, maybe it's been too long since it's ever happened, but um, I bought calls <laughs> right off the bat this morning. I bought time and I bought calls. Because like I was saying earlier, back, bringing it full circle here. <laughs> I was doing some analysis last night. A lot of it. And I've noticed, I've been talking about the balances for a while now. So I'm not going to talk about that specifically anymore. Or at least not that, well, whatever. I'll probably talk about it right now. They don't always, they're not always there. I stand corrected, because they're not always there. Um, the market has to start falling first a lot or get into correction territory before it starts to really answer back with some some aggressive mean bounces that I've sort of been anticipating a little bit too soon but it's not a problem
So I kind of jumped the gun on, on that by a little bit, but I, it's, never, it's never left the back of my mind the damage that the, these bounces can do when you hang on for too long. My rule has always been don't hold on to anything, uh, any puts or anything. But puts, especially puts, of course puts, um, more than two days. If it's been red for more than two days, don't buy three or four, don't. Just stop. And why is that? Because they only give you two days, two red days. That's all I've ever done for years. And I know it's getting different, there's inflation and stuff, and the war, the new war, that we, we're all on board for, like we all are in agreement for, because we all know what's going on over there. I realize this. But it, it was uh, very, like famously, I guess, the publicity around the market and the drop of this market, it was like, it was almost glamorous. And I'm over here thinking like, they've never, ever, when I'm holding puts and stuff, they've never tried to like encourage the rest of the market to be like, oh, Let's buy some more, like the market that we were in correction territory. Guys, we're in correction territory. That never happens when I'm holding puts. What happens when I'm holding puts is they buy it back. And I'm just sitting there like, wait, these were worth like a lot more this morning. And it was all over the news. It was all over TV and everyone's been talking about it. Well, that's, that's just that crazy, you know, markets can go up and go down at like any time. That's just kind of it. That's kind of the risk of trading. That's the risk you take on when you're trading. You know, that's on you. I mean, everyone knows that, you know, things aren't going well, but yeah, sometimes the market will just kind of go up on its own. Go way up on its own. Like sky into the, into space. Really, like literally to the moon in these situations. <laughs> that's the only time you'll probably ever hear me say that. It's the only time. February 24th to the moon. That's the only time, only day I'll ever say it. Um, but I don't think, I haven't, doesn't seem like there's too many people, like, kind of anticipating these bounces, like, excitedly as I am. Because, man, I, when this started happening, I think on, what, uh, January 24th? I caught that one, I caught that one. I sure did. And then January, again on January 28th. Those are the only two I've seen. And those were, they started, or they went way down. Um, they dipped way down. And those, that's nice. Well, I'm looking for one of those bounces that's like, it gaps up and keeps going up. In the last episode, I brought up Robin Hood in March 2nd, 2020. Well, because they scammed everyone, and because it was during a bounce, um, that probably would have got 3 or 4%. Well, it ended up getting a lot more than that on March 2nd. And yes, it was probably a lot of it had to be contributed to the fact that no one could sell. But either way, if you're on the right side of that one, whether or not they're scamming people, if you're just exploiting the market as to the best of your abilities, well, I think we should be friends because I think we'd really get along. Except I'm doing this alone now. Okay, well, those are green. So I'm crossing my fingers. I hope I don't get ripped off. I don't know, I've never been encouraged by the Wall Street Journal that's seemingly encouraged, glamorized. And the past, what, week? The past three or four days? The, the past week, at least, for instance, Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Thursday and Friday of last week. Um, they've gapped it up. 
to fool everyone as if it's going to continue to go up. And then it shot straight down, straight down. And that happened yesterday. And when that happened yesterday on February 23rd, I was thinking to myself, as I'm watching it shoot straight down, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, today's probably gonna be the last time that they do this, I think. Like the gap up and try and fool everyone it's going up and then just shoot it straight down. I was thinking, I'm pretty sure they're gonna start gapping down and then buying it back. That, that's the strategy, probably from here on out. Because like, like they, they beat this strategy to death and I don't think it's working out for them anymore. And I was thinking, whenever they gap it down again, um, I'm gonna buy it. And I don't care if I've already, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, when they gap it down again, I'm gonna buy it. And then lo and behold, the next day, it's down 100 points. Well, it was down 100 points. It's down like 50 now. Oh, trust me. Trust me, I've been there a million times. All these puts are gonna be worth so much if I just hang on to them till the, till the close today. There's been so many headlines and it's, it's just everywhere. It, the world is coming to an end. Yep. And that market just kept going up. And I was looking at, um, this is an extended episode. This is a special bonus version. Congratulations on making it this far. I was looking at some charts of um, October uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th, 2021. So just a few months ago. And I noticed that, well, I just noticed some similar behaviors, some similar patterns. And I, I wasn't sure um, if I was going the right, if I, yeah, how the analysis was gonna pan out. But it just came back to, well, if they gap it down, then they'll know, and I'll just get in there. The very next morning, down 100 points. It's like, it, I don't know, it was like, um, I was kinda, I've kinda had a rough week. I was kinda down about a lot of, th a lot of stuff. Still kind of sick, a little bit sick. And then on, what, Tuesday night or Monday night, it was just totally windy and cold here. Like, windy. The, the windiest it's ever been. And it was just kind of... It was just one of those cold, those cold, lonely nights. So, when I saw it gap down today, or just kind of after the market closed yesterday the futures were like down a hundred something points it was it was like I had been telling myself to start taking trading a little bit more seriously and to start like really practicing some discipline and really like really thinking about it before you get in to, to sort of not waste that money to stop being a cowboy is what problem as just really being a cowboy like all red-blooded americans it's at four almost at 418 now it's at 41775 after such a rough week and after everything i'm just like yes okay let's get in there let's break some rules i know we said we'd think about it but let's ask questions later today let's just buy some out of the money calls and just buy a bunch of them and then if you don't mind, if you want to just top it off a little, UVXY, did you get, get a couple puts of those, please? Uh, what strike price? Oh, I don't know, 21, 20, no, no, 20, 2050? Okay, 2050. We'll do it to, uh, can we get a UVXY put for, uh, 2050, please? Cheap. They were cheap, I tell ya. They were on sale today. 
and my discipline, my my goal to remain disciplined. I, I, it's a very, it's not a lot of risk going on here for me right now, and I'm having a good time. And I'm like, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. And then once those, once those babies start to turn, then it's then then that's when the pressure's on. That's when the real test happens. Because it's like, well, how much do you want to make on those? Because you don't want to be holding them like you'd be holding those puts this morning. Now, there's a lot of time. We don't have to even sell them today. We don't like holding overnight. We don't like doing any of that. But if we, have, we have a lot of freedom here to do what we kind of do what we want. And that's why I started trading in the first place. It's like, I was thinking about it last night before the podcast, after last night's podcast. Like, what... Why are you trying to be so greedy out there sometimes? Like, why are you trying to be the, the cowboy, the American cowboy? And I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, I don't really know. I guess I just want to, like, be the best. I want to win as much as I can. I want to um, score the most points, I guess. And I'm not going to get into the societal construct of the concept of winning. This is not the Joe Rogan podcast. But I, I have to reiterate, it's not a Joe Rogan podcast. But that's just kind of, I'm like, what is that? Good God. Someone's pissed because they just found out that it's not the Joe Rogan podcast. No, I don't know why I'm like that, but I am. And when I start to think about it, I'm like, I don't have to, though. I don't have to, like, try so hard to be, to win all the time. I need to take some breaks. I'm, I will, <laughs> we'll go over there. I'll go over there and, like, I mean, like hanging something up or something. Anyway, if there's no more interruption, it's like this, I, I got into training because I wanted the flexibility and I wanted just, yeah, to have something to do, something I really enjoyed. I mean, really enjoyed though. And it takes a lot of time and effort and analysis and stuff. It's not easy for me at times. But it's pretty re- it's pretty rewarding when you wake up and the uh, and spy is at like what was it four twelve yeah four twelve fifty no it got got up to four seventeen something it's like okay it's like a, oil's going up and gold's going up okay all right um anyway I end this bonus episode with yeah I, I love trading that's why I got into it so I'd take it easy let's not get all stressed out and just have fun. And, and do your thing and you're going to make money but you're not going to get all caught up in it and all frustrated and whatever because I put enough time to where yeah it's going to pay off and I know it's going to pay off not because I'm from the future no because I recognize what it's doing here and I also know it's been hiding this bounce for a while and um this market is not gonna roll over, like just because of a few headlines and because of whatever else. The I'm anticipating some serious bounces here, at least a bounce here that's gonna be pretty wicked. I'm not holding them for more than two days, um, for more, like around three years. I was doing that. That was just the rule, and usually it was even just don't even hold on. If make some money, don't even hold on to it. But that's a lot. That's way easier said than done way easier than that but when you're five days deep into it and it's all over it man 
Yes, it's a risk. Yes, it, it could absolutely go the other way. Absolutely. I saw many, many an example last night was I was just pouring over all these numbers and charts and stuff. Many times it will. It, it's gone like seven times, eight times red, totally red, with the fifth day actually being um, the worst in most cases. The, the, the last day was always going to be like just heavier. So yeah, the risk is a little bit higher, I guess, in that sense. So we're yeah, it could go down more. Um, yeah, this is a long episode, isn't it? Like, like 10 extra bonus minutes. I've watched this market long enough to try to um, allow myself the ability to have the perspective um, of seeing it the way that I see it when it goes up. I want to be able to see it the same way when it goes down, which admittedly I'm not... I get a little glamorized myself when sometimes it goes down a little bit quick and it's really fast money and it's easy. So. But when it's going up, I have a way better grasp and ability to maneuver and get in quickly and do whatever and not hold very long because I know it's not going up for much longer in most cases. Sometimes I'm completely wrong, but I'm not as good as it when, it, when it's going down. And so I'm tr that's what I'm trying to work on, become a better trader, become um, more disciplined have more fun, take more breaks. Uh, that's about it, actually. So that, that's what I'm trying to do. And I think I was really honestly trying to approach things in a way like take your time and, you know, I spent enough time, I think, last night and over the, the course of the last week to, to really kind of accept the, the fact that if it doesn't bounce, uh, next day or so but more than that I spent the time that I felt was appropriate in researching this position to where yeah I could get in early and break the rules like I can I don't have to wait until three hours or how whatever I was saying this morning I'm pretty sure that's what they want traders like me to do this morning like a smart trader would stay out until it kind of calms down a bit especially the premium is so high in the morning and I was like, this isn't, this isn't regular times. And so, yeah, I wanted this trade to be like my first um, deliberate uh, telegraphed trade, cerebral trade. I like take aim and, and shoot instead of just start shooting. So I think at this point, the only thing that would matter to me is if um, I lose, because I don't want to take the loss, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose on this first trade, but that would be it. Like my first trade of back in like uh, re-motivated or reinvented or whatever you want to say. Um, that would be like the only real main issue. I'm not pulling my hair out and stressing out about anything. Just, I bought time. I have, I can still add to it. I can do whatever. I have just a lot. I have a lot of room here. And that makes me happy. I'm happy. I feel good about it. So let's do a podcast. Let's do an extended bonus podcast. For all listeners, um, at 10.35 a.m. market time. The market's been open for just a little over an hour now. It's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm having a good time. Minus the racket in the middle of the show with the banging. I don't know. If it's kids in the alley, someone throwing things, throwing their music stand, or banging the piano 
And those kids better not be in the alley because it's so cold outside. It's like, it snowed and it's just freezing outside. Not as windy. Anyway, uh, good luck today, everyone. I hope it works out. I'll probably check in, uh, make a show after the close today. So don't forget to check that out. All right. Good luck to you.